I remember I was watching. Um, have y'all seen that movie? I feel pretty with Amy Schumer. Nobody watches Amy Schumer. I mean, whatever. But we. I mean, that's it. a fact. I'm not watching Amy Schumer. Okay, Amy well, we Schumer. just randomly watched it last night this morning, and the movie was actually really good. That's why I was late. But um. <laughs> So you were late. You were late. Well, hold on. I'm gonna make sure. I understand. You were, you were late, late because you was watching a non-funny <laughs> white woman because you wanted to watch Amy Schumer. You were late because you wanted to watch. I was the late Schumer. because I wanted to finish watching the Amy Schumer movie. I am a parent of two. Who else is in this two. movie? And Amy Schumer. Oh, I was gonna try and give you a pass if somebody people, else was it funny. Was, it was really good though. Like it was, you know, basically saying, you know, you have to be confident in yourself and not give into society's standards of what beauty is and and amy schumer had to tell Dom you that. likes Keish i mean we already know that but amy schumer i never said i like amy schumer but Ooh. it was a really good movie and i lost my point to him and on that note are we Ooh. recording yes we are ladies and gentlemen welcome to another installment of am i gonna be the only person that says it <laughs> i mean you took over <laughs> Oh, here it sounded like such that. a good intro. You sound like, it sounded like we was at a boxing match. I yeah, thought we please. was on the Price is Right. <laughs> Not the Price is Right. But hey, what's his is, name? What's his name that host that used to host? He's dead. Bob Barker? He's Bob dead. Barker. He did? He's dead. Yeah. I think he yeah, died. He's dead. No, he didn't. So are we going to do the intro to the show or not? Like, what's going on? Okay, redo it. Okay. Oh. I need some stronger wine. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another installment of the Millennial, millennial Mess. Mess. The Mess of Millennials. Is this episode five? It yeah. is. I just have to yeah. say. Thank you guys so much for tuning in yet again. Yes. Yes. Last week we spoke about the treacherous, lecherous, disgusting R. Kelly. Ugh. And I, we got so much feedback on that. Like so much. A lot. And we appreciate the love and the support. We do. Thank you guys so much for listening. To us, rant about this fuck nigga. Um, Listening and rating. Ooh. I love ratings. Oh As yes, does any radio. Yeah, shout out to company. the sub- subscribers. Shout out to the people that rate us and leave reviews. Yeah, we really appreciate and value the feedback. So, but I just want to say mm-hmm. that I look fabulous. I, I feel fabulous. fabulous. But I just want to know, boots. Was it boots? Because I don't really I remember don't you. Didn't really count. I hate you so. <laughs> so how's everybody feeling this beautiful Sunday? I feel awesome. It's my birthday week, so yeah, you I'm feeling 30. like Tiffany Pollard right now. Thirty, yeah. the dirty like the, thirty. The HBO. Uh, uh, not nobody's thirty. <laughs> I am two six. We're gonna leave. I'm gonna leave. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna leave that right there, bitch. Okay, if that's what we're going with, okay, twenty thanks. Um, how do you celebrate your birthday? Um, well, I celebrated with you guys. Ooh. Where did we go? To Harold. Don't even ask. Harold's chicken Harold's ice, ice bar. And, ice and chicken, whatever. <laughs> I'm mad. Why? Why? I'm mad. Because we went to a fried chicken place and you like quiche. No. <laughs> no, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we went to Harold's and he ordered a quiche. Dom One. tried to order quiche. No, the girl, the waiter looked at him like he was crazy. That. Two points. Mm. One, I spent fourteen dollars on three pieces of shrimp and a half a piece of fish, and I was so mad. I was still hungry. After Pause. That. They only gave you three shrimp. It was not a lie at all. Like I felt like I just. <sighs> oh no! You need to mad. call and your a piece of bread. I could have went to the store and made that myself. And then two. 
we cannot go there and get hookah no, hookah no more. Like, oh my god, <laughs> oh, <laughs> saggy tits, girl. No, don't no, do not, that. No, we can't. We can't do that. Don't we do can't. that. Either way, no, but, long story short, we went to Harold's <laughs> and they had a hookah person there who literally inhales two thirds of the hookah, <laughs> and she's quote unquote testing it, right? <laughs> And she comes back and she, she said, I'm going to check this back and give you guys some more coal. <laughs> comes back half an hour later. Literally half an hour. One third of the hookah seashells left. And she's like, okay. I'm like, sis, this ain't pulling. Oh, it's not. I'll be right back. <laughs> Come back. Nothing left. Like, what, what's that's going on? trash. She's disrespectful. She's very oh, disrespectful. Guys. Well, that's exciting. So, it was. Happy birthday. Happy Thank birthday. You. Happy birthday. Thank you. Okay, that's super dope. What'd you do this weekend? Um, I bought a dog. <laughs> oh. I bought a dog. We have been looking. All, literally, we literally started looking last week. What kind what, of dog? A golden doodle. A golden doodle. Because I said, mm-hmm. you know, you know, y'all know, I have a, a miniature poodle, mm-hmm. and he's like real antisocial when it comes to other dogs, but he loves people. So we were like, eh, you know what? You need a sister, and you need to break out of this whole antisocial habit thing. So we started looking last week, and we almost got scammed by somebody in Memphis. And she was like, yeah, you know, you could give us a hundred and fifty dollar deposit. Without seeing the dog. And I'm like, nah, we're not paying a deposit without seeing the dog. Mm-mm. So we said, fuck that shit. And then yesterday, ramp magically when I got home, somebody in Atlanta posted that they had a golden doodle that was down the street in Cumberland. So we was like, okay, well, let's go look. Looked, fell in love, bought the dog. Now we have Wait, the dog. Was this on like Craigslist? Mm-hmm. They still sell dogs on Craigslist? They do. I don't know if that's illegal or not, but they still do. It's illegal. Oh, well, I got my dog <laughs> illegally on Craigslist, and her name is Nyla, and she's a golden doodle. And she allegedly, is, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, she, she's a golden doodle, and she's a ball of fire, and I love her so much. Oh, what did baby. you do this weekend, Rayshon? Um, literally nothing. Like I, this, I was so excited for this weekend because I've been actually. Well, I haven't really. Whatever, I've been at work. Have I been working the full time? Doesn't matter. But, um, <laughs> I've been at work, and um, yeah, like yesterday, I literally wanted to. I wanted the links. I wanted to go out. Wanted to like be seen, and nobody had the links. Nobody had the moves. So I was in my house with like a few people, and we were just like drinking and stuff. Yeah. And now I'm here today. I didn't buy a dog. Were you there, Justin? Yeah, I wasn't there. Birthday. Was I there? No. No. So who um, was there? First of all, Dom, you don't come out anywhere. I do. If you would say, "Hey, come out." And Justin, <laughs> and Justin knew, and he was like, "I'm gonna stay home." So, I mean, the weather has been shitty. This it's raining and it's excuses. cold. Excuses. Uh, I'm be having. Uh, uh. So moving into the actual segments of the show, we're going to move into the millennial mix, which is the portion of the show where we talk about current events that lead us way to larger discussions that we personally feel like we need to discuss. So without further ado, Justin, take it away. So, delicious, <laughs> with that mustache and that shit-stained eye. You are really good. <laughs> New York Pollard. Um, Woo! So, Justin. Yes, so, I want to bring up the conversation about preferences, mainly because there was an article that came out, Frank Ocean cover the GQ magazine. Who I love. And I love. He, I would give Frank I all parts of me. I'm tired. He's Even a, parts sleepy. I have. He's a, he's as soon as you say Frank Ocean, I get sleepy. I'll probably I would I'll probably do verse verse shit with Frank, but I don't think he's Justin, verse. I we think he's bottom. We didn't we didn't want to break we weren't asking. We weren't asking you for a breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't ask. We why didn't not, ask. Why not? I, I, we don't want to know the specific 
position who would blame. But you have to ask. I mean, you have to know. I already know what Frank is giving, and it's not verse. But we can continue. What was your question? He's giving top? He's giving bottom. Good. <laughs> so Frank had an interview with GQ magazine and he was asked a question along the lines of what are you watching on TV currently and he stated that he's been watching a lot of MSNBC and he said that MSNBC is kind of like watching Love and Hip Hop without all of the and I don't want to misquote him but without all of the the bad uh, editing storylines, not Eddie, it like storylines and it like the the ghettoness. He didn't actually like I say ghettoness. He didn't. Oh, act, so he think he better than me? Pause. Oh. He didn't. I'm, <laughs> he didn't say ghettoness, but he just said along the lines of the the bad acting and stuff like that. Like it's kind of like loving hip hop with just all, all of that extraness that loving hip hop is okay. by watching the news. Yeah, but what does shut it have up. To do with, go ahead. What does it have to do with preferences? So this led to a bigger conversation on Twitter where everyone was kind of saying, well, we would expect that from him because he doesn't date black men. Oh. And oh. then they started bringing up because the Golden Globes just passed uh, last weekend. And a lot of the LGBTQ actors and writers, writers and stuff like that that showed up. Uh, most of them were with white partners. So all the black actors that showed up were with white partners. All the black most of them ones mm-hmm. were with white partners. Were with okay. white partners. Cool beans. Mm-hmm. So it led to a larger discussion on Twitter where it's like we don't have any rep- 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 representation. Ooh. Excuse me of <laughs> of black on black love, and it led to excuse me conversation of people's preferences and why we don't see it and why people in those spaces don't really like other black people and stuff like that so i want to ask you guys how do you feel about this subject on preference and why do you think we don't see any representation of black love in the media or just in general these days and also what are your feelings on the on on Frank Ocean? Because I have no feelings so about Frank Ocean. So. No, no, no. On, on what he said about the correlation between NBC and Love and Hip Hop. Oh, so you think he better than people like me? No. Oh, honestly, this is such a loaded question. It is. I just like to start off by saying I don't give a fuck who you fuck. <laughs> who you like? It's not my business. I, I okay. I do tend to notice that a lot of black male actors specific or black male men who quote unquote made it tend a lot of the times tend to gravitate towards non um, persons of color. Does that bother me? It's not my life. I don't give a fuck. Like it's not my life. Like do what the fuck you want to do. Like it has nothing to do with me. I wouldn't tell somebody how to, who they should love because that's the same way straight people tell me that I shouldn't be, you know, fucking niggas. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, it would be super like, in my opinion, hypocritical for me to sit here and be like, oh, you should be dating somebody who's black. So I'm not going to do that. Um, I personally feel like there's not a huge representation of black, especially gay love in the media. Because if we really think about it, we don't even have a black male gay figure in media who isn't like hypersensitive. Like, I'm trying to think. Hold on. 
We have Ellen for the white lesbians, you know. <laughs> we have the the Neil Patrick Harris's for mm. the white male. We have actually a multitude. We have of, a multitude of white males. of white male, you know, gay people. Mm-hmm. But when you think of the black gay male, mm-hmm. who do we? What rushes to our mind? Jesse Smollett. Frank could before okay. him is Frank Ocean. Mm. It really wasn't though because. And I love Franco. I really do. But Frank never was like, I am gay. He never, he came, never said, he I never am black said and gay. Well, he, he I mean, well, he doesn't have to say, say he's black. Say he's but black, but <laughs> I would feel like it's necessary. Because we could see him. Me, I would be like, okay, well, it's necessary for me to point out that I am a black gay man. Like, I'm not just going to be like. <laughs> but at the same time, you can't, you know, expect somebody to. It's, that's a huge that's a huge fucking thing for a lot of people to be able to especially when you're you're you know pronouncing this to like the masses you see what i'm saying like people have a pr- issue with doing that to their family members imagine like the entire masses like but hey, you I'm have a, a platform you are in a certain arena to where you should you already know what it is like there's no reason why you should shy away from it like true but that even that only strengthens it a lot of people just because you have a plat just because you have a platform doesn't mean you have to use your platform to be a martyr and and it, make your and business that's a fact. Sheet. like i don't think that's a that's a thing that's a fact but because he's not a he's not the he's he's not supposed to be the poster child for black gay men yeah or the blue and i wasn't expecting him to so no. i don't but i don't look i don't think black gay man let me think in the media oh frank ocean like i don't he never comes he literally never comes to my mind ever. really i don't i can't but the thing is we don't have one that's the point i was trying to make we literally don't have RuPaul? one like, absolutely fucking not but no, if we know. are to think about it <laughs> RuPaul would be that like that's that's who we are like that's the that's the representation of black gay males in the media even he doesn't he as female so he's not as threatening because black men in general not even that but he doesn't even live in our space let's be completely honest right but that he's still a black man he is but he he does he know that no shade again I hear what you're saying 100% but he's still a black Gay men. <laughs> like at the end of the day, if we're looking at black gay men in the mass media, mm-hmm. RuPaul definitely would be one of the people. But he presents as female, and I think that speaks to a huge, huge thing. Like mm-hmm. it, it, it's not. It's just. I. I'm so sick of. I'm sick of everybody. I'm just. So, <laughs> I'm just so tired. I'm tired. So what do you? As far as when it comes to preferences. What are your feelings towards people or black men specifically who prefer to date white men? Like, do you feel any type of way? No. Because the general consensus on Twitter is a lot of people are upset about that. A lot of people feel like black men aren't good enough, especially in a public eye, to be seen in public or or seen to be in a relationship with because it's like a problematic thing. Is it one of those things? Okay. So, okay. So I'm thinking. My brain is turning. And Mm -hmm. if I see somebody that is a celebrity or whatever in the media that's a black gay man or a black person in general dating somebody that's white, I don't want to sit here and say, you know, I feel some type of way because you're dating someone that's not a person of color. Um, I don't think anybody should really feel some type of way about that per se. Like if you want to have representation, then shouldn't that start with you, like within yourself, like in this you know, branch that out or make it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't, uh, people, people should be able to live however they want to live. But hey, 
I don't, I don't give a fuck about who the fuck I'm, I'm t- like I said I don't care about who you're fucking I don't mm-hmm. I'm not gonna tell you oh you're a black gay man you need to be with a black gay man hashtag black love I think black love is incredibly important mm-hmm. but I'm not gonna I, I would never force somebody and say that they have to do that and and to ex- I, Twitter is just full of like this is this is one of the reasons why I don't have <laughs> many opinions <laughs> because it's so it's full of so many like loud and wrong opinions but Facts. they just like perp- they were tweeted and perpetrated as like the truth like I no no if somebody decides to love somebody who's not black that's not your, it's not your fucking business it's mm-hmm. not it's not it's, it's really not. fucking not if you're not fucking them if they're not fucking you they're not interested in you they don't know you mind your fucking business shut the fuck up shut up facts. I feel like for me personally, like I think if I when I think about this topic itself, I always think about like my kids and everything. And I try to correlate that with the whole representation thing. So it's like I want my kids to be able to see me dating, you know, other black people or that way they know it's fine and okay to date other black individuals and you don't have to step outside of that or people of color in general like and plus i'm just white people have to white people be making me mad so i don't know (laughs) (laughs) they make me mad we are not racist people we can't be racist at all black people Um, can't be racist so whatever the fucking (laughs) (laughs) um but my my feelings about it is i personally don't give not a nary of a fuck not a nary who you date who you taking dick from? Who? Justin, Justin. Huh? Every fucking episode. <laughs> and I kid you not, every episode you bring up dick. And it's always in the most graphic and violent of ways. Because it applies. Because it applies. Because it applies. <laughs> oh, fuck. Who you taking <laughs> dick from? Go ahead. But I don't, I don't really care about that because I understand that love is it has no boundaries it doesn't no it doesn't see color um what i don't i see color though meh, but what i don't <laughs> agree with is the people who feel like they need to judge others because of who they prefer to date Word. that's what i don't agree with wait a second though. because i feel like a lot of people who do they are only doing that because they're bitter themselves so i have a question then to challenge that what's up okay so I remember there was like this page on Tumblr of like racist grinder profiles. Right? <laughs> and the profiles would literally be like um white what it no, hold on. I can really it's like it's like spice and rice, but no chocolate. But it's like it's like very like they don't say I don't like to date black, but they call black like chocolate. They're mm-hmm. like no chocolate, only vanilla. You know what I'm saying? Or like I like everything but rice and spice, meaning no Asian or no Latino. Like, Ooh. So, but so then the question: Why people are so clever with their racism? It's very, it's just so covert. Girl. But hmm. does that does that become a problem for you at that point? Then, if you really don't give a fuck about who this person dates, like, does it become an issue when they're like, "I am a white man and I do not date anything outside of white"? Like, is that a racist thing? Um, I won't. If when they're using it in that type of language, that is racist. Okay. But me personally, so when I, I when I say what my preference is, when I say specifically, I'm a white like this is the language you're using. I'm white. Mm-hmm. I'm a white man, and I don't date outside of people. I don't date anybody who's not white. Mm-hmm. You saying that that language itself is racist? No, the lang the language that, the that spice you said the thing. spice okay. and not rice. I don't date chocolate. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that's you using. 
Right. It can be it can be depicted as racial, like a racial slur or you know, whatever. Okay. But if you have that preference, it's okay to say I'm not into black men because I'm right. gonna straight up tell your lily white ass I'm not into you, baby. I like chocolate from <laughs> light to dark. Anything above that that is outside of that color range, I'm not fucking with. Okay. And that's okay. I have feelings. That's okay Tom, for me you, to say. What do you think? Uh, I, <laughs> I just, I don't know. I feel it's okay to have preferences. It's okay to like who you like, but don't cross the line of being racist, discriminatory, or prejudiced, or whatever you want to call. Whichever term you want to use, just don't cross that line. Like, mm-hmm. no, I feel like I might be a hypocrite in this. Really? I like 100% the- feel like it's racist if a white man says, I don't date anything but white men. Like I only. I mean, if he it. only likes white people, we can. I don't feel how. I don't see how we can feel some type of way about him only liking liking white people. Mm-hmm. Like the only reason why I can't say that is because I feel that way personally. Like I don't see saying. myself with a white man, so I can understand mm-hmm. your preference in not wanting to date a black man. But you will never ever see me out here saying, "Oh, I won't date that crackerjack ass motherfucker." Right. I'm not gonna say that. I'm not going to say that. Easily, you know, be like, I chocolate only, no mayo. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. But you know, we're not. It's just like strictly black individuals or people of color, no mm-hmm. white people. Mm-hmm. They can't feel the type of way about that. <laughs> I don't know. Everybody just has the. You know, the way I see this, people just it's too many opinions, too many people caring about uh, how other people live. When worry about yourself, like why is it so deep? Yeah. Why is it so deep? Mm-hmm. Worry about what's happening in your bedroom. God bless whatever white man is plowing Frank Ocean. God bless him. Well, let's let's get back to Frank Ocean. No, can we not? Can we not? Can we? Because I did bring up his quote, so I want to make sure that I didn't misquote what he said. Okay. But they asked him what his vices were, and he said, "Maybe my vice is that I watch way too much TV news. I know that I'm not getting real information, but I still watch it." I wish my vice was VH1 reality TV shows, but it's not. It's MSNBC. MSNBC is loving hip-hop with better vocabulary and more range, but it's the same thing, very much entertainment. So I it's wanted the to, news. But I wanted to make that clear that what he said was nothing along the lines of a black and white thing. It was more so the dramatics of it all. Nah. And the fact that nah. it's it's entertainment. MSNBC is the news. Like you can't even compare it is, MSNBC. But if you to watch it, like you MS- know what you're gonna get when you watch a show on VH1 or MTV or reality TV. You know what you're gonna get. So to sit here and say that you like MSNBC because it's a better vocabulary or whatever you want to call it, to me, dumb. It but is it's, black and white. But like, it's, just, but it's factual, dumb. You hate Frank Ocean. No, I, it's just bullshit. Like, but it's, I call but bullshit. It's, but it's <laughs> factual what he said because it's still both entertainment, but the girls on um, Love & Hip Hop, they don't have the range. 
and they don't have the vocabulary. It's the news. You have to. <laughs> <laughs> you have to have. But that, you have to talk a certain way. You have to have the vocabulary for it. You have to have the quote unquote range for it. it is the news. Like you, it's it's a certain standard when you're watching the news versus watching VH1 and but, MTV or reality. But don't you see that's the problem? No because the predominantly the people <laughs> on Love and Hip Hop are black or Latinx or whatever. Frank so is we're white go, man so you're going to say that you don't hold them. Racist. So you gonna oh say you, you don't hold them to that standard? Because I do. Hold who to what standard? The, the people, people on Love and Hip Hop, yeah. To the standard of being like people on MSNBC, being in people who are just even slightly educated. No, <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. They making you making me mad. But I just I don't know. I just didn't see any issue with what he said. I feel like that shit did apply. I didn't feel like it was a racial thing. And if you check his his track record and his history, um, Frank Ocean never really said he doesn't date black men. He I mean he barely said he was gay or bisexual or whatever you want to call it. So well, that nigga is fake as fuck. I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) Just say you hate him. Just say it. Mm -mm. That hate is a strong word, and my God did not teach me that word. Ooh, come on, he my did God. Not. Well, on that <laughs> note, <laughs> <laughs> on that note, let us take a quick break, and we will be back with Adulting 101. All right, guys. So <laughs> for our Adulting 101 section, we do have a question to ask you guys, which Apparently, it's our first time reading it, except for Justin, because he's trash. So, the question goes... You're not asking the audience. You're asking us. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so it goes... Okay, so... How much you been drinking? Too much. It says, I'm in a stage in life where I'm a lot more comfortable with who I am, both physically and mentally. And that's translating a lot in my dating life. I'm expecting and demanding a lot more from these niggas and that's resulting in me losing interest very quickly and cutting them off or not entertaining them. I'm trying to see where the lawn is dry. Oops. Let me try that one more time. (laughs) I'm trying to see where the line is drawn between nagging and having usual expectations. Keeping in mind that I've dated some of the best trash life has to offer. How do I know whether I'm too picky or if I just know what I deserve? Thanks in advance. That African treat. You sound like you are fine. <laughs> all of Mississippi, all of Alabama. I don't understand what's going on here. So her question was. <laughs> her question she wants to know <laughs> is. This bitch. She's too picky. <laughs> Wait, what's the question? I've dated some of the best trash life has to offer. How do I know whether I'm too picky or if I just know what I deserve? She's dated some of the best trash that life has to offer. That's what she said. That's what that African trick said. Wait, what was the name? That African tree. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <laughs> so, but I'm still a little confused as to what the question was. So, she's pretty much saying that she is very comfortable comfortable with who she is both physically and mentally. Okay. And that she's expecting and demanding a lot more from these niggas. All right. Which results in her losing interest because the most of these niggas don't give or reciprocate back to her energy. That's good. So she wants to know, is she being too picky? No. Or if what she feels is what she deserves, is that what she deserves? Like, 
Girl, no, you're not being too picky. That's why you're a lot of now. fucking times people end up sad, you know, <laughs> settling for less than because they're tired of looking for what they deserve, and then they get sh- stuck with trash ass niggas with fucking bad dick, bad Facts. credit, Facts. and bad energy. Like, no, sis, if you in a, if you're at a point right now and it's your level up glow up season, bitch, stay in that season. Don't allow yourself to second guess, to second think, what the fuck you got going on for for these niggas. They, Girl, <laughs> bitch. Now you knew. I feel like you knew the answer to this question when you was typing it because there ain't no fucking way that you're sitting here like, "Am I being so picky because these niggas still live with their mom?" Like, no, you're not. But I she probably, she probably just thought about that for the simple fact that she probably been on a couple of dates or met a couple of niggas, and nothing really came from those situations because she felt like she was being too demanding, or she felt like she was on a certain level and they weren't meeting her at that level. So it does, like, mentally, it can make you think about, you know, am I doing something wrong? Am I bringing too much, not too much to the table, but am I am I too much for this person? Like, maybe I need to lower my expectations of these people. But I'm going to tell you now, sweetheart, don't lower shit for none of these niggas. You have your expectations set. You know what you like. You know what you want. There's going to be a time where there's going to be somebody who's going to meet those expectations. And there's going to be times where that when you're going to meet somebody who's not going to meet those expectations. But nobody you meet is going to be perfect. Let's be honest here. So there's going to be some people where they're going to show you things and and that you that you're going to like. But they're also going to show you things that you don't like. So you got to take the good and don't necessarily focus on the bad but also keep the bad in mind for the near future if you want to keep that person in your life in the near future. But don't lower anything that you feel that these niggas need to qualify for to be in your life. Because if you start lowering shit, then you're going to get the bottom of the fucking barrel of these niggas. And then you're going to be back at square one. And then you're going to be looking at yourself like, damn, like I made this progress with myself. But now I'm lowering my standards for who? For them? For yourself? Uh Uh-uh. Don't do it. I think it's very important to make sure that whatever you're asking for from these niggas to make sure that you are offering the same thing. Don't go into some shit expecting niggas to be doing all of this extra shit or a certain level or caliber or whatever you want to call it and you're not meeting them at that same level like that's one point. Two, it's okay to have, you know, expectations and to know what you want, but I think it's important to also know the difference between settling and compromising. Like you don't again, this is you, it is it is so important to know the difference between settling and compromising. Why couldn't you just say it without all that <laughs> without Tennessee? Like what's going on? It's so important to understand the difference between settling and compromising. That's it. That didn't have no flavor. But, um, you know, wow. and she, I'm, <laughs> look, I'm trying to read the question and go piece by piece because I'm just like, you know, one, I read it and she was like, I'm expecting. And the man, I was like, she's pregnant. But nah, she's, <laughs> <laughs> she's not pregnant. So, hey. But um, she said, I'm trying to see where the line is between where the line is drawn between nagging and having usual expectations. One, if you got a nag, that's not the nigga for you. Keep it pushing. Just that's just simple as that. Then she said, keeping in mind that I've dated some of the best trash life to, life has to offer. How do I know whether I'm being too picky or if I'm just you know if I just know what I deserve? You know what you want. You know what you deserve. You know what's best for you. If you know what's best for you, 
then go after what's best for you. But also understand that I just personally feel like everybody, like people, niggas are not going to be able to meet all of your expectations. Like you, that's like having a list. What's the point of having a list? Like mm-hmm. nobody's going to meet every checkpoint on your list. And then if you're going to have a list and have all these ex- expectations, you're just going to be single for the rest of your life and you ain't never going to have no man. And if you want to have a man, <laughs> Am I? I feel like I'm sounding like a bird. But <laughs> but let's also be clear: you don't need to have no fucking man. Okay, that's not you a benchmark need, of success. You, you, want, don't you don't need to right. have a man at right. all. You ain't gotta. Have, you don't need nobody but God, no. right? Or whoever you worship and pray to. But. Or your or yourself, right? Right. I ain't got no list. <laughs> like I have things that I want my partner to have. But if I meet somebody and they don't check like everything off, that's not going to be the end of the world. Like we but both they're, they're, are coming from different points or aspects or different areas of life to where we have to find a way to grow with each other and to meet each other at that common ground. Yeah. If you ain't got all of this, I know I ain't got all of that. I might not hit all of your check marks on your list, but you know, we find a way to make it work and keep it pushing. Right, but there are some bare minimums that everybody deserves or needs. True. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, ain't saying I ain't saying sell. I said compromise. Right, but you were saying like <laughs> check marks or whatever, like boxes that not everybody's going to check off, and I agree with that. But I think like if you if you that African trick, if your standards are very much, he gotta be <laughs> he gotta be six two and he gotta be making six figures and he got it like that's dumb. Like, but if your your benchmarks are he has to be a great communicator, he has to um, not be these niggas. He has to believe in women's rights, like you know things like that. Like I don't think those are really things that you need to. Be like, okay, well, he doesn't have this, but he has this, so I'm really like, compromise is important, but not when it comes to like basic morals human and values and values. Yeah, mm-hmm. basic human values that I think everybody should have, not even just the person that you're wanting to date, but like, you know what I mean? I mean, okay, so let me ask a question with that then. For example, I dated someone, and you know, my I'm really big on like littering. I'm just like, do not litter, like that's just so you killing the planet. But <laughs> I dated somebody that would just throw shit out the window. I just did like, that earlier. Skr- skr- is that the same thing that you're saying now? Like, no, no, uh, dumb. Oh, <laughs> no, it's a very I mean, it kind of spec- is though. It's still a good whatever. I mean, I, I if that, I mean, if it's huge to, to you, me, that like, was huge. If it's huge, like, oh my god, this man litters. I could never be with somebody who litters. Like, what? <laughs> then fine, bitch. Don't don't compromise. But I was talking about the the more like the the level one. Of like who you are as a person, I think littering is kind of like an easily fixed. Like, behavior. are you thoughtful? Like, are you attentive to my needs and my wants? Like, right, 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 right. Basic are shit you, like that. Are you emotionally mature? Are you able mm-hmm. to talk through things that are bothering you? Like that kind of stuff is what I think everybody should should be seeking in somebody. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times people end up being like, mm, well, he's not emotionally mature. You know what I'm saying? Like he gets mad and just wants to hit stuff and walk out the room. He can't talk. But, you know, no, he, he goes to church. So, and I need somebody who's in the church. So, I'm no, if he smokes cigarettes, that's an end all be all, baby. Because in 2019, if you fucking with somebody that smokes cigarettes, mm-mm, cut him off. Right. Woo! <laughs> 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 oh, that African trick, I hope. 
<laughs> I hope that you um, heed our words, listen to what the fuck we have to offer. Yes. And so. know that you are that girl. You are that baddie with the fatty. Never forget that. Fix. You are that girl. That's fix. So we're only gonna we uh, we're only gonna read one question this week. Um, because the millennials of this mess have things to do today I'm that you guys so will see yeah. later. And Rayshawn is tired. I'm so tired. It's, it's, so it's tired. like he's been at work all day. I'm but so he sorry. I am so right. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm so um, if you have any other questions for us, we want to answer them. So please send any questions, advice that you may need or any thoughts you have that are going on in the world currently because there are plenty we know what the fuck is going on send your questions or whatever to millennial mess atl at gmail.com or our instagram at the same name yep millennial mess atl is our instagram or you can dm those questions to the mm podcast on twitter and we'll be happy to read them aloud on the show. And we'll be right back with the millennial message. All right, y'all. So for the millennial message, me personally, I just want to say that it is so important to make sure that you are safe with all of these niggas that you fucking with. No matter who it is, black, white, Asian, Puerto Rican, or Haitian, make sure Facts. that you are doing whatever is necessary to be safe. Because these niggas will always be these niggas and they will take you out with a snap of the finger so you know just make sure you're doing whatever you need to do to be safe for yourself and put yourself first mm -hmm. and not have to worry about you know nigga a or nigga z facts additionally major fucking key you need to know your worth okay leading into the conversation we had about preferences if somebody doesn't want to be with you because you're black or white or whatever just know that you're still that girl you're still that baddie with the fatty <laughs> so you it doesn't fucking matter you know what i'm saying and if Facts. you are all beautiful you are all worth something in this world and don't let any fucking body tell you anything hmm veronica vega said who no, we're not gonna quote that veronica bitch. vega said i'm a bad bitch and your girl ain't shit and i fully believe that did you always um ladies and gentlemen we're gonna denounce everything that dom just said <laughs> cut his mic off somebody cut <laughs> Cut it off. Because he got to go. He got to go. But regardless of who you prefer, ladies and gentlemen, whether it's black, white, Latino, Asian, whatever the fuck, because personally, it don't matter who the fuck you date. It don't matter who you land in bed with at, in, at the end of the night. That's your prerogative. Correct. Do what you love and do what you like, but just be careful. And on that note, thank you guys so much for tuning into episode uh, five. Uh, That's why uh, we need numbers. The Millennial Mess Podcast. And please come back next week where we'll be discussing how you can have an orgasm out of your ain't it. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding but maybe. Um, so come back next week and we will talk Ooh, more. I can on definitely the give that insight. Bitch. Uh, uh, okay, cut everything off. <laughs> Everybody's work <laughs> off. You guys have a great week. Talk to have you soon. Have a great week. Bye. Oh my gosh. Good night. Boop. <laughs>